is the Daddy Sharps Podcast. Welcome, everybody. My name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And we're just a couple of dads who break down the fights that your buddies are too square to break down. Ooh, and today we are breaking down another USC fight night at the Apex in Las Vegas, baby. Sin City again. Maybe not the best fights on the prelim in the main card, but a lot of good bets to make here, Mr. Luke. Yeah, they are. I have two or three bets to consider just on individual fights, so I can't wait to get into it. Super excited about it. First, though, John, as always, let's recap our best bets from last week. Let's do it. My best bet, first one out of the gate, was Themba the answer, Grimbo to win over Takashi Sato, and you know what? First fight on the prelim card in that one turned out to be a best bet. I tailed you. I like that one. Next, I made Lupita Lupi Godinez to win over Emily Ducote. A best bet. And guess what? Another best bet winner. 2-0 so far. And then I let the dogs out, sir. Shabajan versus Fluffy Hernandez. I'd like Shabajan plus 220. Luke. What can I say? I was wrong, dead wrong, like second round stoppage wrong. This daddy sharp learned his lesson and Shabajan has landed himself on a very exclusive list. The no bet list from this cat. Mm. No more on that guy. However, I liked another little dog in the pound here. Hooper versus Fiore, my best bet there. Hooper plus 100. The kid looks sensational at the new weight class. 155 pounds, dodging punches, throwing bombs. He looked great. He must have known he was a daddy sharp best bet. And we cash with a decision win. But Luke, like yes. a great movie preview. Before okay. we get to our best bets this week. Oh, I want to point some things out here. It was a long weekend with no action from the UFC to bet on. But now we have two months straight of great cards coming up. No breaks. Every weekend, we're going to have bets. UFC 290 looks to be the card of the year on paper from a betting perspective. You got two title fights. Whitaker versus Duplessis, your favorite guy. Decide who gets a shot at the belt in Izzy. Then a guy with one of the best nicknames the tarantula turner versus dan hooker turner it's going to be a better's dream coming off the loss going against a weaker opponent bo nickel do i need bo to say more nickel. Do i need to say more he's the only back question... i was wondering when yeah. he'd come around again the only question on this is the number actually going to be bettable remember last time uh, he was minus 1200 we'll figure crazy. it out we will figure yeah. it out Maddalena, the Aussie striker, the unstoppable force, finishes everybody in the first round. That's going to be a great prop bet there. And then you got the first fight of the night on that card, Fruit versus Minifield. Both these guys, ranked fighters, power versus power. UFC 290 in a month looks to be the card of the year, folks. Start getting those units ready. There's going to be a lot of value all over that, baby. Yeah, thank you for the reminder. And you've got me fired up, John. You've got right, me let's go. fired up. And to help you get started out there, all you listeners, let's get that bankroll of yours nice and fat and mm, plump mm. and juicy and ready to go so we can all throw down some meaningful money. Not just a little bit of money, not, not sprinkles. Meaningful money on those great cards, especially UFC 290. But, John... 
In order to get us there, it is time to share our best bets for this week. And you are first out of the gate. Kick it <laughs> off. I'm first out of the gate, and I'm going with a I'm going with a big lead here. Luke, even you said when I when I gave you this fight, I hate this fight. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm making this baby a best bet. Lacerda versus Blackshear. My best bet here, Lacerda minus 125. Yeah, 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 I hear you guys out there. I broke this fight down early, got a great line. Just checked the number. He's all the way up to minus 150 now, but I still like him at that price. Lacerda is a submission ace. He's only been to the scorecards twice in his 14-fight career. One of those decisions, a loss to Stamen, another one of Mr. Luke's favorite fighters there. And that was... Yeah, that was Lacerda's UFC debut. So that's his only... One of his very few decisions, and it was a loss. Ten wins by submission on this man's professional record with that many submission wins. I also like the way they came. This guy uses a variety of submissions, not a one-trick pony that has a great guillotine. He's done it with heel hooks, rear naked chokes, anaconda chokes, triangle chokes. Yeah, he got the guillotine too, twice. Incredibly dangerous on the ground in any position. On the other side, Luke, we've seen this guy before. Blackshear, a man I don't trust against UFC-level competition. On the UFC, he fought to a draw and took a decision loss. Then you look at his earlier pro fights. He took losses to Sabatini, a current UFC fighter, and Moitino, the O'Malley punching bag. I think we all remember that fight, who has since been cut from the UFC. When this man fights experienced fighters with UFC talent, he loses. Blackshear is going to want to avoid the mat with Lacerda, since Lacerda is better there with the subs. But Luke, I got bad news for the man they call the monster. His striking defense is scarier than the boogeyman. He can't stop a punch on the UFC. And keeping this one on the feet, good luck, sir. Blackshear has the worst takedown defense on this card, an abysmal 42%. My best bet here, Lacerda gets his way and beats Blackshear on the mat early. I like Lacerda by the win. And I could not agree more with you. I was going to start fighting with you as we started <laughs> divvying up what our best bets were going to be. I want this one. I want this one. I want oh, that. You I got some great you. ones, though. You I got some great ones. <laughs> I want Blackshear. No. <laughs> All right, man. It's my turn. I'm going to start us off with a lightweight fight on the main card. I'm looking at Jim A10 Miller versus Jared Flash Gordon. Gordon favored by a little bit in this one right now. I love Flash Gordon to win this fight, John. Absolutely love it. But before I tell you my best bet on this one, I'm going to get into it a little bit. Maybe the money line is not the best bet here. We can discuss discuss at the end of this, but let's start off kind of breaking the fighters down a little bit. Miller, you know, kind of sad to see. He's an aging fighter in the UFC, almost 40 years old now. He's had 40 fights in the UFC. That's a lot of wear and tear at this top level. You and I were big time on Miller to win his last fight. Remember that? Loved him. We loved him. Yeah, he had just announced that he wanted to keep fighting until UFC 300. That's his target before he retired. And he convinced all of us that he had the fuel in the tank to do it. But he looked absolutely useless against Alexander Hernandez and lost that one by decision. I mean, we were both watching it, and, and halfway through the first round, you knew it was just over. He had no. nothing. He no, had nothing. no. 
Gordon, though, is hungry. Hungry for a victory after finding himself on a short end of a couple of fights lately. He lost a controversial decision to Patty Pimblett. A lot of people think, even though it was a unanimous decision, they think that Gordon actually won that fight. Like, I'm what with were, What were the judges watching? I have no idea. His fight against Bobby Green was declared a no contest after an accidental clash of heads. So Gordon is a strong, strong candidate for a comeback with a lot of momentum in this fight. He is a Southpaw wrestler, John. So you, mm, you, you know I love like him that. for that. You know you I like the wrestlers. That. And the guy's got some power punches to boot. He averages more than two takedowns per three rounds. He has double the amount of strikes landed per minute than Miller. Granted, those numbers might be skewed a bit because Miller has so many fights. But again, I think that's a negative for Miller because that's too many fights. Yeah. So I like Gordon to win this fight. But I think there is another smart bet here, okay? Mm. Just listen to me. Hear me out. Yes, yes. So the over-under in this one is set at two and a half rounds. The over is at minus 155 last time I checked. So obviously Vegas loves the over here. That's where they're going. And Gordon, to support that, has not finished anyone since 2017. However, Miller's last seven victories have all been finishes he didn't win all of them but they've all been finishes so here's how i look at it if gordon wins it will probably be by decision if miller wins probably by finish that's the (laughs) that's the chance he's got right yes this could be a close fight a lot of people think it's a close one so since i like gordon i'm gonna place some money myself on this fight ending by decision i like it if i'm up Though on the prelim fights that I'm betting and I'm playing with how with a little bit of house money at that point, call me crazy. I'm gonna look to hedge a little bit. I, I'm willing to bet, you know, kind of kind of narrow in on my margins a little bit to win some money at least. I, I like the hedge on Miller by finish as well. It's gonna be positive money. So I like those two bets. That's what I'm saying. That there's like a lot of bets in this fight to be yeah. had when you break it down. But in the meantime, to play it safe. As far as the Daddy Sharp's best bet, that is going to be Jared Flash Gordon to win. But I'm making those other bets. I like the math, sir. I like it. Thank you. Mm, I am going to my next best bet. Alex Caceres versus Daniel Pineda. My best bet here, Alex Caceres, minus 175. What can I say? This dude's an interesting cat, okay? He's a vegan outspoken against organized religion, a huge fan of the movie The Last Dragon, hence the nickname Bruce Leroy. And he's a hell of a fighter, my friend. On the feet, this guy can strike a great offense with a great defense. Alex wins the striking battle in all of his fights, and he's got four wins by knockout, so he's got a little bit of power in them hands. Then there's the grappling. You don't expect that from Bruce Leroy. Seven submissions on his record. Well-rounded fighter with finishing subs and power and a high fighter IQ. He puts out enough volume to win on the scorecards, if needed, a ton of times. Nine wins by decision in professional fights. The only weakness for Caceres is a submission defense. Seven of his 11 losses are by submission. Enter Daniel Pineda, a man with 19 submission wins, but only one submission win on the UFC in the last decade, my man. Wow. Pineda. 37 years old, only fought four times since 2019. Caceres is much better on the feet than Pineda, smart enough not to enter into Pineda's world on the ground. 
Give me Bruce Leroy for the win, my man. Little yeah, side note it. here. Little side Ooh, note. Okay. Pineda's one of those grapplers that needs to get the finish to win the fight. His style doesn't lend itself to a lot of decision wins. He fights a very slow-paced fight, waiting for you to make a mistake. That's why I like Caceres here. He wins. He puts out enough volume to win on the scorecards. I like Caceres a bunch in this fight. And I got a theory of fighters anyway. You know, if, you, if you're waiting for the, the reaction and, and to counter, you know, I it only goes so far. It only works for so long. You've got right. to impose your will on people. You start it's getting just... down 2-0 on the scorecards. Third round, that guy's not coming near you. <laughs> you have got to impose your will at some point. That's what the yeah. great fighters do. Yes. Like in this next fight. This Ooh, is what's going to happen. I love this one. This is a great one. I, I wanted got... this and you got it, baby. It's another one we you fought were all over. over it. You were we all over it. it. You can't pick them all. <laughs> I'm on another fight on the main card for this one. We've got Tim Elliott versus Victor El Magnifico Altamirano. Look, on paper, El Magnifico, I think, is, is, is the better striker. He lands almost double the number of strikes per minute than Elliott, which with a much better accuracy. He absorbs more strikes, but his striking defense is about the same. So there you go. Elliot uh-huh. is probably the better grappler on paper. He averages uh-huh. more takedowns and has better takedown accuracy, but all of Moreno's takedown defense is better. So that's on paper. I love Alden Moreno also because he's coming off of two big wins. He's got momentum. He won by decision against Vinicius Salvador, and he KO'd Daniel Lacerda. Easy the, now. Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. <Lacerda> Daniel. <laughs> in the first round. So, so again, I like El Magnifico to win, and I think you agree with me there. Am I wrong? Uh, oh, yeah. You agree. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. this guy a lot. Yep. But here's my best bet. Here's my best bet. This is what I mean by... We're diving in here, these individual fights, looking for the best value. Yes. I, I think, look, I, I'm definitely going to bet, you know, Alta Moreno to win. But let's talk best bet. Alta Moreno's last four out of five fights ended by decision. For Elliot, his last five out of six fights ended by decision. Uh-huh. This fight is also going to go the distance, and that is my best bet. Bet the decision. I like it. We got research going here. We got math going here. We got yeah, Bruce mean, Leroy. We're betting vegans. Let's go, baby. <laughs> I've never thought I would say that we're betting vegans. We're hey, steak guys. We're two, steak guys. two podcasts ago, we're talking about barbecue. Now we love vegans, and I okay. like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's who we are. That's how we roll. That's how, that's we, how roll. we roll. We roll wherever the value is. And wherever that's the value is right. in these bets, that's what we do. And if I've got to eat no meat for... Another week just to get value. That's what we're gonna do. We're not making that bet, but just saying. We're but you know ride. what we're gonna <laughs> what we are gonna do right now is we're gonna take a deeper dive into the fights that we like on this card. Just Ooh. not as much to make them best bets, but we still love them, and we're gonna yeah. tell you why. And we're gonna start with a prelim <laughs> light heavyweight fight. We've got Philippe Monstro Linz versus Maxim Maximus Grishin. John, start us off. Luke, I thought you said we were going to do fights we liked. <laughs> this is not a fight I'm excited about here. Maximus, 39 years old, almost as old as the movie, hasn't fought in a year. Linz, a former heavyweight who dropped a light heavyweight and has gone 2-0 and at the new weight class. I only lean Linz because the striking defense is horrible, sir. He gets hit twice as many times as he dishes pain. 
I'm out on this fight. I, I lean Lynn, Lynn's a little bit, but to be honest with you, I'm not betting a 37 and a 39 year old. A <laughs> lean is a, is a like. You're like, hey, yeah, uh, 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 I, 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 I like you. Uh, do you like me? Check yes or, or no. I'm going to uh, check you know, maybe. I'm that guy. Maybe. 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 <laughs> is that what happened when you would pass the, you, those notes were passed to you? You, were, you, you, would, you would create your own box and say maybe, <laughs> maybe. and pass it back? Hard to get, baby. <laughs> Linz burned me his last fight. Yes. Burn me once. Mm. Shame on you. Burn me twice. <laughs> the point is you can't get burned. Yeah. Can't get burned. Mm-hmm. Look, two older guys. You said it all, man. Two older guys. Uh, this is the they're listed as the first fight on a UFC fight night prelim card, and they're older. Look, if you haven't done it by now, you're not going to. Uh they, they haven't made it. So I'm definitely not going to throw money at him. I'm going to pass on that one altogether. Let's go to a prelim bantamweight fight right now. We've got Daniel Wiley Cat Santos. I really want to say Willie Cat, but okay, <laughs> Wiley Cat <Wiley> Santos <laughs> versus I think a fighter that we both like here. Yeah, Johnny Munoz Jr. Hey, this was this was a best bet a few podcasts ago. My totally, man. totally love love Munoz. Yeah, Munoz. I'm I'm leaning Munoz here. A few weeks ago, this was actually my best bet. However, the fight was rescheduled. I don't like betting rescheduled fights. Weight cuts are a tricky business, sir, and you plan your entire camp to make the weight at that date. I still kind of lean him, though. I like Munez because there's a case to be made. He should be 3-1, and one, maybe 4-0. Oh. He had a very questionable decision loss where it looked like he won the fight, and he got KO'd in the third round in a fight he was up on the scorecards. So he sits two and two in UFC. I have a little prop bet, however. Luke, you said there's value in these other bets in the card. Totally. I'm about to Absolutely. Give, I'm gonna I'm about to give a little value here at a plus two thousand bet, my what? friend. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Munoz uses this crazy front kick in a uh-huh. lot of his fights. In That's two right. UFC fights, he has had five low blows Is with that, that right? kick. Is he that right? You, I, is that yep, right? I did not kick. I did not know that. Front kick right to the belly button, and he's clipped the dude right in the moneymaker five times. And in one of these fights that he lost, he lost a point in that fight. So when I say he should be 3-1, and one, maybe 4-0, oh, it's a case to be made there. Now, there's some books out there that offer a prop that a point will be deducted, and it's usually plus 2,000. I just checked before this podcast. The book that I use, it's not out there yet, but they usually don't come out till Thursday, Friday. This is the fight to sprinkle that on. Not a unit. A tiny little sprinkle, even five dollars at plus two thousand. Oh, don't need a unit. Don't need a, a unit. Yeah, it's a great payout. Usually happens in Munez against taller fighters. Granted, and Santos is two inches shorter, but still, can I say this? Worth a shot. Worth a nut shot. Hey, hey, <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That is a great prop. I, I love that. Uh, it to- totally makes sense. And if he's done it that many times, then, you know, there's a saying, um, you screw up more than three times, then it's not a screw up or an accident. It becomes a decision. And, you know, (laughs) you know, now, now that I I put this out in the, in the world, you have to bet it. (laughs) You're going to hate yourself if you don't bet this. (laughs) And I know my book is not going to offer it, but I I do want to bet that badly. Yeah. Yep. I also really like Munoz here. 
Pretty even as strikers, I think. Uh, Munoz definitely has an advantage as a grappler. I, I think you would agree. Averages yes. more takedowns yep. and more wins by submission. He has seven, right? Mm, right? Tasty, it, tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm leaning toward Munoz uh, by finish as well. So, Ooh, I like so now it. you've got now you've got a, a prop bet, Man. and and all the more reason that they would line up. So if he fouls and gets a point deduction. Doesn't he have to be more aggressive and perhaps win that fight in a deciding in a, in, a, in a spectacular way? Either get a get a get a, get a a ten eight round right win by two yes. points, or you got to finish that dude out. Yeah, exactly. I I like your math there. I'm doing it, sir. I'm doing both page. bets. We're on the same page. So now you've yes. got two bets on that fight. Awesome. Maybe three or four on that one. All right, <laughs> man. Let's let's roll. We're rolling. We're rolling. We're rolling. rolling. We're rolling with the insights and oh, the data. And the... You better give the correct. You better give the correct weight class here, sir. Oh, we, we, uh, what, what are they fighting? What are they fighting? Heavyweight fight. But I know I like what you call uh, it, my man. You know what you call it. Uh, 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 uh. We've got a prelim fight. Yes. Technically, it's a heavyweight fight. Better known as on the Daddy Sharps podcast, the Husky Weight Fight. The, the Husky, Husky Weight Fight. <laughs> Andre the Pitbull Arlovsky versus Dante Lord King Maze. The Huskies. Ah, ah. Okay, my best bet here. <laughs> I think my you said my it bet. All. My bet, no bet, baby. (laughs) You can't bet him at all, Luke. And this is one (laughs) I'm going to stay away from. This is one I'm not going to bet. A 44-year-old heavyweight. So we already got age and weight class going against us. Whose last three wins came against guys that went on a combined 0-6 record after fighting Arlovsky. No thanks. And Mays, a guy who's been subbed twice in his last three losses, I can't remember the last two, two times I saw a guy subbed in the heavyweights. This guy's been yeah, right, subbed right. twice in his last that's three just, heavyweight that's just fights. That's, just, that's, just, that's exhaustion. That's oh, what that is. Exactly. Luke, I'm a daddy sharp, not a daddy donator. I'm I'm getting a beer during this fight. I'm not watching this. <laughs> yeah, t- time to catch up on your emails during yep, that one. Yep. <laughs> so when I saw this fight on the card, I just started shaking my head for all the reasons that you just mentioned. If you, But... Within the theme, the, following up on the theme, I like we're break the, this this card for some reason is speaking to us for different fights here or different bets here and there. If you forced me to slap some money down on this one, I keep thinking that these are two fighters who are desperate. They, they're going to want to make a, a splash to, to show that they deserve more fights. That could mean a first round KO. Do they both go all out in the first round? Ooh. And and if they don't connect, then it ends up in a sloppy, you know, a late second round uh, submission. <laughs> an, an exhausted <laughs> sub. <laughs> maybe like go, it. maybe go and pick your round, man. Maybe pick your first Ooh. round. Yes, uh, maybe, yes. maybe by maybe just go finish. I you know maybe Very I'm just saying true. maybe. Very generally, true. though, generally, I am staying away. Yes, from that fight as well. All right, we've got a prelim bantamweight fight, and if anything, we've got the best, in my opinion, nickname going in the UFC. We've got John Sexy Mexi Casaneda oh. versus Moon Tajik Gufarov. Oh, I love the name. I love the name. My best bet here, though, 
I got another no bet, sir. Yeah, no I bet. wasn't going to pick Castaneda against his original opponent, and I can't bet him now against an unknown opponent on two weeks' notice. However, if any of you play daily fantasy, that's about all this fight is good for. Take the alternate to afford to afford better fighters in your other slots. Castaneda has a horrible strike defense, and you might get lucky with an early knockout. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe if you're willing to sprinkle a little bit on there, you know, I, I'd, uh, I'd bet, I'd bet on Castaneda just, just for the nickname alone. <laughs> it's true. Sexy Mexi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no bet for me either, though. There, there, there are other fights on this card. Let's, yeah. let's, uh, let's just move on. Grab a beer. Grab a beer as I uh, prepare to get through these two names of these this fighters. Is, this is a tough one. Here. <laughs> you owe me a beer if I do it flawlessly. <laughs> We've got a prelim welterweight fight. We've got. Elizeu Capoeira Zaleski versus Ooh. Abu Bakar Nurmagomedov. Let's go. You get the beer, sir. Thank you get you. the beer. So when we were planning this podcast out, Nurmagomedov was actually my best bet. Then I switched yep. it out. But uh, yeah, Why? I really like Why? Nurm- Why? I, I liked Caceres better, to be honest with you. But Nurmagomedov yeah. is call. right there. He's Good right call. there. Good call. Zelensky, this dude hasn't fought in two years. Nurmagomedov has a style that will test that gas tank coming off that layoff. This guy is a wrestler. Nurmagomedov will get his takedowns and control Zaleski from the top position, wearing on his cardio that he hasn't been in the ring for two years. Nurmagomedov had 12 minutes of control time in his last two fights. That is going to be pure exhaustion for Zaleski. Welcome back after the two-year layoff, my friend. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. It could be it could be probably the, the most boring fight on the card. Could Agreed. be. Could Agreed. be. Unless Zale- unless Zaleski can match Nurma with a shot. Mm-hmm. Or if he can catch him with it, I should say. Yeah. Uh more than half of his fights, Zaleski, more than half of his fights is, have ended in KOs. So so think about that. He's just going for knockouts. If yeah. Nurmagomedov Madoff can control the fight, however, then I think the real bet here is is by decision. So again, think about other ways you can attack the fight if you really want to bet it. Uh, if, the, if there's no value on the money line, perhaps. But um, yeah, I'm with you. I think Nurmagomedov is definitely the winner in this one. Heavy lean for me as well. Yes. All right. Should we go on to the main card? A lightweight fight on the main card. We've got Jamie Malarkey versus Muhammad Hillman Namoff. Ah, this is very short notice, my man. We got like we got like two days short notice here. I'm leaning Malarkey because of that. His this fighter is coming in on less than a week. He's 28 years old. Fights at elevation in Denver. Some great fighters in there. However. Namoff usually fights at 145. He's fighting up a weight class against better competition at 155. The opponents Namoff is beaten on the lower levels. Oh boy, five and six, one and three, two and one. Not exactly a murderer's row of experience. Hey, the kid's getting a shot. I like Malarkey, and apparently the book does too because they haven't even put odds out on this fight yet. They're keeping this one a little secret, tucked in the bed right now. How dare you? How yeah. dare you? Yeah. How dare you, sir? Don't you ever <laughs> underestimate a Tajik fighter. Oh, oh. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. Yes. But I, I agree with you. I think Malarkey's going to win this fight. <laughs> oh, only because 
Look, <laughs> only because of the reasons you said, and or, 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 like some of the fights on uh, the on the card, some of the other fights on the card, you, you got to presume that he's fresh out of camp, right? And, and right. he is. He has been preparing for a fight. You know, um, Namoff probably has not been. Um, really, though, I'm, I think I'm staying off this fight. I think, but uh, you know, maybe after this uh, podcast, you can convince me otherwise to jump on in for the big win. If you can find it, but the the fact that the line's not out there yet uh, makes me nervous that Malarkey's like something ridiculous. Well, let's. I thought I saw a line on my casino, so go I'm ahead and you it. you keep telling me about why you think Malarkey is the no Malarkey. While I look this up, where is this fight? Where is it? John? <laughs> Malarkey. Malarkey is the Aussie known for the knockouts, my man, and. The big factor for me here, aside from this guy's got so much going against him, Namoff. He, he it's his first UFC fight. He's coming in to a heavier weight class against a power striker. He's not used to getting hit this hard. This guy's usually fighting at one forty-five. Uh, I, I just think there's a bunch going against him here. Yeah, I agree with you. And as thank you for the stretch, by the way. And as I was looking, I will, I will uh, tell you that uh, it is not listed oh anywhere. see that's not it's not the, on my the book's so. like i i'm you're not getting free money off me today i don't care if it right. is minus 800 maybe, maybe <laughs> thursday or friday it'll come on it'll yes. come on on saturday morning for those uh yeah. for the squares who will bet the wrong way on this anyway <laughs> let's just move on to a flyweight fight we've got corinne killer silva oh. pretty moderate favor here minus 225 versus uh catlin souza uh both uh brazilian female flyweight fighters. I made Silva a best bet back in May when she was scheduled to fight Priscilla Cachueda. Remember that fight? Yes. Cachueda failed to make weight for like the umpteenth time in her <laughs> career and it was canceled. And and now here we are. Souza barely a professional, <laughs> barely has a professional career. Not a lot of data on her because she's only fought in two fights in Invicta. Other than that, it's been like down in the bush leagues in Brazil. Yes. And I don't mean that Bra- Brazilian fighters are some of the best in the world. I, what I mean is it's just lower tier non-UFC. Uh, yes. Know. There you go. Yes. Silva is an up and comer in the UFC. They want to see her thrive. I love Silva still. I like Silva to win this fight. I remember when you broke this fight down and I totally agree with you on Silva and me and you are the nerds on Friday that watch weigh-ins. Weigh-ins sometimes tell more to the story than the actual fight. To see these guys when they're all drained out, I will definitely be watching this weigh-in. And if she looks bad on the scale, you better get it in quick. <laughs> because that number is going to inflate fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, if she yeah. makes weight. <laughs> well, and it, get it in because if she doesn't, then you, you get your money back anyway. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? This is our last one Ooh, to the main event. This is a to good the main one event, flyweight division. Yeah, I, I, I think this is gonna be a great, great fight. I'm, I'm scared to, yes. to to bet this fight a little bit, and we're gonna break that down and why. But we shouldn't be because there is definitely value in different areas of this fight. We've got Kai. Don't blink. Cara France versus Amir, the Prince Albazi. Ooh. Luke, is it any surprise here? We got the classic striker versus the classic grappler match. And Luke, at no surprise to you, I am siding with 
the grappler of baby course, <laughs> wrestler you <laughs> 4-0 in the ufc with three finishes interesting to note two of his first four fights in the ufc came on pay-per-view cards the boss sees something in this guy and he thinks he has an entertaining fight style Albazi uses takedowns to win his fights, gets you to the ground, and then he works his finishes. Kaikara France, tough to bet against. In his last 15 fights, he only has three losses, twice to Brandon Moreno, the champ, and once to Royval by submission. This dude's a top five fighter in the weight class. And let's not forget, this guy can this guy did beat one of the best grapplers in the weight, weight class at the time, Askarov. Askarov was using that as a title fight. He was going to get into the title fight if he won that. Kaikar France has only been taken down three times in the UFC, twice in that fight by Askarov. The path to victory here is for Albazi to do something the best in the weight class have failed to do, take Kara France down and keep him there. I think he can, Luke. I'm scared to bet it, but I'm doing it. I'm going yeah. with Albazi. Give yeah. me the grappler, sir. Yeah, and that's the scary. That's the scary part. You've got the young, up and coming, explosive fighter versus the guy who's been there, done that. Yes. And he only has three losses in his last 15 fights. That's scary, man. To some of the best that ever fought in the weight class. <laughs> Kai Kara France is in the prime of his career, too. Let's not forget that. In yep. the prime of his career, 34 fights, 14 finishes. Mm -hmm. Albazi only has four UFC fights. So, again, you said it, and I'm going to reiterate it. This is his chance to make a big splash. He averages almost two and a half takedowns per 15 minutes or, you know, per fight on the undercard. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty damn good. Vegas, though, I think, has done its best to scare us. We, we talked about that it's yeah. for a hot second. But let's break it down a little bit. This is what I mean by let's let's you and me try to find value in this fight that we're scared but we're equally scared to bet but but so excited to watch this so i have the money line at my casino right now it, it minus 115 says a lot there vegas wants that big because they know they have an explosive young fighter versus a a dominant experienced fighter mm -hmm. they want their money either way so you're yes. going to pay the price for betting it mm -hmm. the over under is three and a half rounds Minus 160 on the over. <laughs> right? I mean, yes. How do you how do you make that bet? Yes. I don't I don't know. But the best lines, though, the best lines could be you've got Albazi is is around plus 160 to win this fight before the final bell. Huh? Kaikara France is plus 300 to win this fight. Before that final bell rings. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. What are they trying to tell us there? And, and I read somewhere in some article by by some guys who I trust and I and I really look up to is is really knowledgeable about this fight game as well. That you know, it, it could be the flash of Albazi having uh, you know, three uh I don't know, were they submissions, at least finishes and in, 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 yeah. in re recently. And um that's kind of scary too. Does that mean that against a guy like Kai Carl France will do the same thing? Well, what do you think there? He did get submitted uh, before by Royval. Royval, but right. Royval has some of the best submissions in the entire UFC weight class aside. Like that guy is one of the best. 
Is Abazi there? I guess we're going to find out. I, I'm i not sure. Carl France is one of the most frustrating strikers to bet against in these classic matchups. He improves in the grappling department every time. <laughs> like, he knows how to stay upright. So, I, I don't know. I don't think I can take out Bazi by finish. I'll say that. Almost all... All plus 160. Almost 14 of Kai Car France's fights. Almost half. Almost half have been by finish. Mm-hmm. And if he does it again right now, and you bet it right now today early, it's plus 300. That's Great value on that number. Great yeah. value. Yep. But against yes. a guy like Albazi, does, does Kai Car France want to stay upright Maybe in this fight, rather than go to the mat, yes. grapple with Albazi. Yes, <laughs> he does not <laughs> want to enter into that world. He will knock him down and wave him to get back up. He ain't going down there. <laughs> Can we agree on this? Can we agree on this? If Kai Car France <laughs> wins, it will it will be by decision, most likely. I like it. I like five it. Five rounds. Five rounds. Yes. If yes. Albazi wins it. Maybe mm. most likely it'll be by finish. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're laying down here. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I'm, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean Kara France here. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's not just, bad. Just on experience alone, and that's yeah. it. So probably not a good bet. That's something I'm gonna have to think about and really process before fight night uh, i'm not going to get a bet in early on this one I, this is one of those where i'm going to watch and and see what develops and i'm going to watch the weigh-ins and i'm going to figure this stuff out beforehand and hope that i'm on the right side uh if those numbers change per you know weigh-ins and stuff it's not a championship fight it's not a belt fight so so we've yeah. got some some leeway there on on the on the weight game but uh i i really also like that albazi by finish bet too i really like that one mm-hmm. Come it's on, tasty. it's tasty. I, I know, folks. I know these sounds that he's making. That means he's thinking about it. He's just thinking about it. Then the wheels are turning, and I and I and I need I need you to give me an answer and tell me what to do. I I like Albazi both ways. Like, is it? I guess depending on the unit size, is it that that big of a difference? Minus one hundred five, plus one sixty. You know what I mean? And you get and what you get out of it. Kai Car France by decision there. I kind of I kind of like where you're going there. Wait, wait, you have it at minus 105 or is it you have it at minus minus 115? Uh I have Albazi at minus 105. And Kai Car, well, this is I checked this afternoon. Kai Car France was minus 115 at my book, but it's been fluctuating back and forth. You gotta check your book right now, and I'm gonna check my book right now. Oh, I've I've still got it at minus one fifteen each, man. No way. Yeah, and I've got the over, uh, and the and this is interesting too. So uh, the over, no, it's still at one sixty. The over three and a half rounds is is at one sixty. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Um, Maybe. (laughs) And and these five round fights, we've we've all seen them before. Like. It's really a four-round fight. <laughs> that first round, yeah, they're right. just testing each other out. They're not doing much. <laughs> that's right. Unless someone really tries to go for it, and then you've expended that energy. Is an Albazi young enough and inexperienced, I should say inexperienced enough in the UFC 
to really make that splash and go for it. That's another thing you got to think about. Right, Kai right. France has probably seen it all. Yes. Uh, oh, it's, it's moved. I'm at minus 110, minus 110 right now. Oh, there you go. Now that's, we're even. That's better value. That's better value than what I'm getting. But mm. um, yeah, oh, this is going to be fascinating. This, this could be one of the better fights that we see leading into what will be a next two months of fantastic cards in the ufc oh it's i looked at all these cards and oh this is like this is like the s car go right here we're just we're just at the appetizer my man (laughs) you know what i mean and this is a great fight it's a fantastic fight it's a great lead-in and there's more debate on this fight as well and I don't think if you dive in and and and, and you know what you want and, and you feel you know like Kai Kara France is gonna is gonna sub and Abazi's gonna knock him, whatever it is, you just go for it. You go for it with a smile on your face and you hold that ticket up highly and proudly and you watch that <laughs> fight because we'll be right there beside you watching it live as well. Yes. UFC fight night. And John, it is now time for us to recap mm. our best bets. Here we go. I like Alex Bruce Leroy Caceres at minus 175 as my best bet. And don't forget, folks, Luke did say he'd become a vegan if he won. And then we have Lacerda versus Blackshear. My best bet there. Lacerda minus 125. Cheating a little bit. It's now up to minus 150. You got to buy this shit early sometimes. You know what I mean? Totally. And, uh, only vegan for less than a week. Let's clarify. <laughs> and uh, I am tailing you on both of those fights because I love each of those. So, yes, my first best bet for the week. I had Jim A10 Miller versus Jared Flash Gordon. Again, just going to tell you, I'm probably going to sprinkle on Gordon to win by decision and sprinkle on Miller. If I'm if I'm hedging house money, if I'm hedging house money little bit to uh, win by finish because you know that number is going to be fantastic when it comes to the end of the week. My best bet, though, is Flash Gordon to win. And then my other best bet, we've got Tim Elliott versus Victor Almagnifico Altamirano. My best bet, this fight will go the distance and it will go to the scorecards. That is my best bet. John. Luke, Luke, before we head out of here, John, I, I, John. I just got to say one thing. John. Oh. John. What do you got? No, tell me. I got, I got to say one thing. It wasn't a best bet, but if, if this baby hits, I'm going to talk about it the rest of this podcast eternity. Please, if, that, yes. if that plus 2,000 nut shot actually goes like the way I think it's going to go, everybody out there, just, just do a little sprinkle on the plus 2,000 point deducted on the Munoz fight. It's going to be tasty. Now, let's clarify. Munoz, the, the bet is that Munoz will be deducted a no, point. No, no. The, the way they set that prop up, anybody in the fight can be deducted. Oh. My research says Munoz is going to get it, but you're getting both will, fighters here. So will there be a point deduction is the actual yes. bet. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. And mm-hmm. Munoz, known for those, those <laughs> nut shots. Untimely at least, kicks. At least <laughs> five. At least five in his career. Oh, five and two fights. Five and two fights. (laughs) That's That's incredible. It's almost one per round. (laughs) And if that didn't hurt, try that. (laughs) Yes. 
All right, you can continue now. I had to get that off my chest. Okay. Well, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want to continue, but I do have to say this because, hey, that's going to do it for the Daddy Sharks podcast this week. But remember, always gamble responsibly, no nut shots, and within your yes. means. <laughs> and the best bets that we share are based on our own research. We don't always win. Be sure to check us out on social media and at Daddy Sharks on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to be back next week with all our best bets and much more. And first, I will be wearing a jockstrap. But first, John, as we put our cups in place as well, who is your daddy? We are. That's right. Protect yourself at all times. Come out swinging <laughs> and stay sharp, everyone.